When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Friday's Epilogue Show, where we're taking a deeper dive into this week's practice of love languages. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self-care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday, we are back to explore more from the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, feedback from our wonderful listeners and our challenge of the week. Welcome back to Self Care Club, the epilogue show. Before we jump into today's episode, we want to talk to you about our Facebook group. It's called Self Care Clubbers. So if you're not already a member, jump onto Facebook, search for Self Care Clubbers and come and be part of our community. Can't wait to see you there. The link is in the show notes. How are you getting on with love languages? I, I am absolutely smashing it. How many acts of service have you performed? About 64 gabillion. Explain. <laughs> because my husband had the surgery. So he's been in hospital. Yes. So I've been visiting him in hospital and then yep. he came out of hospital and I've been nursing him and looking after him. You've been proper nursing. Again, this is the second time I've been well, nursing him. You must him. be really good at it now. Well, <laughs> I've been doing it for a long, long, long. He's needed a lot of nursing. Mm. He's needed a lot of meals. Mm -hmm. He's needed a lot of care, mm. cuddles. He's needed mm. a lot of cuddles. Physical touch. Physical touch. Not that kind of physical touch. No. Sadly. Not post. I said to him, did you ask the surgeon when you're <laughs> going to be able to have sex again? He looks at me, he's like, no. <laughs> Why would I ask him that? <laughs> so just asking for a friend. Um, so, so it's going really, really, really well for, for, for him. him. <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday on Friday. Yeah. So I wonder what acts of service he'll do then. I feel like I need to mm. remind him that it's my birthday and remind him that he has to do something nice for me. I think he probably knows it's your birthday. But I don't you think he still needs the other reminder? I think he'll be doing whatever he can do from the sofa. Well, he can do a lot from the sofa. Yeah, he can do a fair amount. Certainly ordering, that can be done from the sofa. Yeah. He can write a card on the sofa. Yeah. He can rap on the sofa. Yep. He can order something online on the sofa. He could order dinner on the sofa. He can call my friends and get them to come round as a surprise on it's the sofa. It's not lockdown anymore, so we don't have to do that. You could just go out. Are you done with love languages or are you carrying on? I mean, I'm, I'm a bit done with the acts of service now. Like, mm. I want some acts of service. You know? Yeah. How's yours going? I'm I'm done. <laughs> done. You're done with the physical touch. Done. You know, it's funny. I'm done with acts of service and now I could do with a little bit of physical touch. And maybe perhaps you're the opposite. I, I, 
I mean, I, I got a morning cuddle. Plus? Some, cuddle plus? No, it was just normal morning cuddle. The sidling up. I like, just opened my eyes and then he said... You're moaning. Why are you then moaning? He said, they're, they're, then sorry, he said, I'm sorry. Me, no, 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 no. He no. said, I've only got 10 minutes till I've got to go and take Josh to football. And I said, well, you better get up very quickly then because <laughs> you'll want a coffee before you go. And he went, oh. And I, I, Look, I had PMT. I don't like the morning. Also, I've, I, I didn't I, want morning cuddle, let alone cuddles plus. Well, you said he had 10 minutes. Right. For a cuddle. Cuddle and cuddles plus is what he's saying. Uh, no. But it's only 10 no. minutes. <laughs> but I had PMT and I had just opened my eyes and he's already like Yeah, that, next but you're to saying me. that's a bad thing. I think that's a lovely, lovely, I just lovely thing. I wasn't feeling it that morning. I just wasn't. I was like, no. I, you I, know what? My husband's had two operations back to back. I would love him to sign up to me I'll on a Sunday Lee, morning. I'll ask Lee no, to no. move over to your house <laughs> for morning cuddles plus. I think that would really ruin everything. Um, it could do. They and then it would. on the flip side of that, acts of service, I bought some lemon sole the other day. I don't particularly like cooking fish. I love cooking everything, but that's the one thing I don't really enjoy cooking. So he said, I'll cook the fish tonight. I was like great not cooking dinner for the first time in 15 years there's no way you were going to let him just do it there's no I way sat. no way no you didn't yes i did no you didn't I, I swear to god i sat on the sofa i put on love island i didn't speak i didn't go in the kitchen i didn't and then every four minutes do you think i should use this pan or do you think i should use this pan <laughs> okay well that's use fair that pan. And because i refused to interfere i got all the do you, would you do the but just butter or would you do the lemon juice as well and I thought, I'm just going to, I'm just going to be, I was like, maybe butter, maybe just to squeeze. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> I got served this meal about seven minutes later, which was really suspicious because they were quite thick fish. Oh. And I thought, that was quick. <laughs> the fish had stuck to the pan because yeah. he didn't choose to use the pan. That I had. He went, I think I'll use this pan. I just went, why does he ask? Why do okay. they do that? Why do they do that? I thought, if I interfere, I'll get told you're controlling and you're interfering and blah, blah, blah. So I thought, he just let him do it. The fish had stuck to the pan, so it looked like sort of the dog had given it a good chew before it went on the plate because it was like mangled. And he'd left the head on. And, oh no, there was a head? And it was raw. It was actually raw. So I cut in. I thought, whatever it looks, he said, it doesn't look very nice. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. This oh, is why Ollie. This is why you cook, because it looks awful. And I said, I'm sure it will taste really nice. And I cut into it and it was raw. And he was went. Was it cold in the middle? And it was actually like raw flesh, like sushi, pink. And because of the head, there was a bit of like liver. I don't know what it was. Anyway, it was oh, like, exa yeah, exactly. But you don't want to say that because it sounds really ungrateful. So, so I'm really sorry, but I can still see its organs. I was like <laughs> basically still swimming. <laughs> <laughs> Three minutes ago, this would have been swimming. I said, I, I think it might need a little bit more cooking. And we put it back in the pan. And of course, then it looked even worse. <laughs> and then it's dry. And then he was like, I think this is why... He's like, I'm really sorry. Is it awful? And I was like, no, it tastes really good. And I ate it. And then I just, you know, when you just. What did he serve it with? Kale. But oh. the kale was also a little undercooked. Fine, but a little, un little undercooked. And Where's then, the carb? No carb? No, no carb last night. And then he said, are you not, why are you not finishing your kale? Sorry, a piece of fish and kale. I'd be starving no, it was a after. whole fish. Right. Oh, yeah, because you had the head. Right. And then he said, do you not, are you not finishing your kale? And I said, oh, I'm just. 
just not really feeling the kale tonight. And he went and he said, I think that maybe you're just being polite. <laughs> Do you know what? I say go, Ollie. No, and so I think the whole sweet. thing is it about was... thought and Agreed. it's considerate Agreed. It and it's was. him just wanting to do something nice for you and whatever it the was. outcome, it doesn't matter. But that's why I didn't complain. I didn't say anything rude. I ate it. I shut up. I was as nice as I could be. What I didn't love so much this morning was trying to scrub fish off yeah. not one, but two pans that were in the sink. Yeah. And then I thought, do you know what? Let's just stick to our own lanes. I do the cooking. It's an act of service. I'm good with it. Let's just drop this now. You know what I mean? I'm done. My husband's actually a really good cook. That's lovely. It is lovely, but he uses, when I say every pot, pan, knife, fork, spoon, piece of crockery, mm. every utensil, he uses everything. So can you appreciate when he cooks, despite the horrible mess? I, 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 I struggle. Mm. I do struggle. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't... He doesn't cook. He cooks normally on Valentine's Day. He cooks. And sometimes if we're home on New Year's Eve, he cooks. So we're talking maybe twice a year. Once I had an operation and he made me a sandwich. But that's that's about it. But I like to you cook. You had an operation, he made you a sandwich? Yeah. Oh, that's peak. Do you know what peak means? So this is Go what on. I'm going to do now. Okay, come on. Throughout this whole episode. Yeah. I'm just going to throw in teenage slang. Right. That is so unfair. I hate you. Okay. Okay. Yep. It's peak. It's peak. What's that? I'll have a guess. And, 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 and the thing is, right. I'm guessing is it's not good. I specifically asked my 14 year old, mm. what exactly does that mean? Like translate it like specifically for me. So I can't get this one wrong. I think you might need this. What's she getting? What's she doing? <laughs> okay. Oh my God. This is right. amazing. Okay. Oh my God, this is the, is this Josh's? Yeah. Because it's like the sorest head ever. Get him ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. Peak. <laughs> Please explain. <laughs> uh, in case you're listening on audio, not video, I've just given Nicole a baseball cap. And a pair of sunglasses. sunglasses. And now I look like Harry Enfield with I, Kevin. Yeah, that's the look. Isn't it? Come on. Maybe take the headphones off. And then the and the, the, hat, the, cap, well, the cap is still sitting on top of my bun. <laughs> it's a look. It's very gangster. It's so <laughs> Let me tell you something. Yeah. There is not a shred of gangster about this. <laughs> I want to know what Pete means. <laughs> this good. Less gangster. <laughs> you know what it is? It's grandma on the beach. <laughs> it's not even on the beach because you've got a big woolen scarf. It's, on. it's like grandma in Bournemouth. That's the look. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Is okay. It, is it peak? <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> Is it better this way around? No, that's even worse. 
<laughs> the fact that it's sitting on top of your mum bun is just <laughs> so classic. Oh, okay. So every time I oh Teddy, even oh, the Teddy, the dog's got all excited now. He's like, "What's going on in there? Yeah, <laughs> what the hell is happening? Yeah, 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 that's yeah right. Teddy. That's right, Teddy. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. We're all good. Thank you for protecting us, Teddy. It's okay, Teddy. Okay, we were, so we were just laughing a lot, and Teddy didn't know what was going on. He came yeah, to he investigate. Came to protect us. Yeah. Okay. In case. <laughs> This happened. <laughs> and Lauren thinks she's gangster. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave you to it then. Sorry, I'm not in on this. Tell me, come away. Ted, let's go. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, God, Nicole's having a moment. A moment. Oh, just, oh my okay. God. Because, like, you are many, many, many things. <laughs> gangster, I'm not. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh. <clears throat> it's okay, Teddy. We're all right. Thank you. Oh, God, I need a tissue. Right. So, Teddy, can you get me a tissue? <laughs> so, oh, I still don't know what peak means, even after all of that. <laughs> so, mm, peak yeah. means, like, not good. Oh, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, like okay. you said, is it peak? Is was your outfit peak? Yeah. Uh, okay. Or like, if I say, if I say to Daisy, right, Daisy, no, you can't, uh, you can't do that until you've done your homework. She go, oh, that's so peak. Oh, okay. Thanks. Oh, I know. I tell you exactly the example that she gave me the other day. Should yeah. I put this on? Please. I think if you're going to say the words. You need the outfit to go with she it. She wanted yeah. to go to the theatre with yeah. her friends yeah, because they're going on like an arranged trip yeah, uh, with this after school thing that she does. Mm. And they wanted to go and see Anne. They're going to see Anne Juliet. Yeah. And she's like, there's a spare ticket going. Can I go? And I said, well, you've already seen Anne Juliet and I have to pick you up at 11 o'clock at night and I don't really want to do that. And you've seen it. And she said, oh, so peak. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I think we're clear on peak. She's one stubborn beanie. That is so unfair. I hate you. What? <laughs> Hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way that the is the <laughs> it's the way that the scarf is draped around her shoulders like a shawl. Beanie. Beanie. Isn't that just a hat? Nope. One stubborn beanie. Yeah. Now, I have never heard this in my household. Neither had I. Who said it? Zach. Zach. I'll tell you what it means. It's very simple. <laughs> it just means a girl. It's just a girl. Like you would say shorty. Now you say beanie. What do you mean shorty? You know how they would say like, she's my shorty. No. She's my girl. Never heard it. Okay. Never heard you it. You don't listen to enough rap. I clearly do. I don't. I listen to musical theatre. It's like the new Hold shorty. Hold on. It's not in Hamilton. <laughs> it's not in it's Hamilton. It's not in Hamilton. They never say shorty in Hamilton. No, but beanie. Just means girl. I said, use it in context. He said, oh, I was sitting in economics with this beanie. I said, does it mean she's like a fit girl or not fit? He's like, no, no, it doesn't mean anything. It's just a girl. I said, okay. She's actually not stubborn. Okay. I just needed to use it in a yes, sentence. Okay. Okay. Beanie. 
We are winning. And that's a your life. middle-aged mothers <laughs> <laughs> talking teen slang. <laughs> with the show you're right yeah <laughs> why can we now talk about something we actually know about which yeah. is self-care <clears throat> okay right. what did our listeners have to say about love languages if i got eye makeup all down me you haven't now but you did before but now you've cleared it away oh, so it's fine okay i asked I on on facebook what is your love language and what do you think about them these were a few of the replies on the Facebook group. My husband and I find this really helpful. I need words of affirmation and he needs acts of service. Another person said, as a current singleton, I found this very interesting. The quiz said my main love language is acts of service and quality time is a close second. I feel this is correct. I just spent a day of quality time with a couple of girlfriends, which I have loved. So there you go. It doesn't have to be used only in a relationship. Someone else put physical Well, we did touch. say that, didn't we? We said that actually we could use this in all of our relationships yes. where there's love. Maybe yes. not in a work colleague capacity. Yes. And on Instagram, we had uh, someone say, once your partner knows what yours is and starts using it on you, it might not feel genuine. Oh, thoughts? Does it matter? I haven't experienced that. Um because when he does do something nice for me, I actually, it's very just very sweet. Yeah. It's very sweet. I agree. So I think it's fine. And actually, there's been a few things that have come up that, that have made a bit more sense. A mm. um, couple of examples where I've thought, why is that annoying me? I don't understand why that's annoying me. And then I've realised it's because my love language is acts of service. And that was the opposite. Okay. So it's quite interesting. Someone else said, I kind of think all five of my love languages in equal measure, as they should be. As they should be. But I did ask on Instagram what people's love languages were. What were they? Oh. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> Is your love language acts of service, physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time or gift giving? 25% um, acts of service, 21% physical touch, 30% words of affirmation, 25% quality time. And I did say because there were only four options, DM us if it's gift-giving and I only got one DM. No. That was, you said give a high five. Yeah, no, yeah. There, were, there were a few actually. There oh, were about there? three or four. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. quite low. Quite low. Though. So the, the, the main one was words of affirmation. Okay. Should we get on with our challenge of the week? Yes. The Self-Care Club Challenge of the Week. Well, it's simple. It's easy. Do the quiz. Yeah. Do the quiz. It's free. It will take about two minutes. Yeah. And the link's in our show notes. Yeah. You just click on it and it will take you straight through. Do it now. Do it now before we go to a break and come back for our wellness newsflash. <laughs> See you on the other side. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're traveling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel, 
Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios, let's go further. Wellness News Flash. What do we have in our Wellness News Flash this week, Laura Mishkon? This story, it has made me so happy, so full of joy, so smug. Queen of Clean, Marie Kondo, as in, does it spark joy? you know, the joy yeah, of tidying yeah, up, yeah, 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 yeah. says yeah. she has kind of given up on tidying at home. I cannot believe it. We did a whole week of Marie Kondo she, when we did, did our Did she have a child? Three. So it was after her third child. Queen of Clean, Marie Kondo, says she's given up on tidying since the birth of her third child. The world-renowned Japanese decluttering expert admitted that with three children to look after, her family home was messy and tidying up was less of a priority I'm not now. sure I believe this. Do you believe this? Yes. Say mums. Mums? That is so unfair! I hate you! Mums? Mums, this is true. Mums, this is true. You know what mums is? Not a clue. You said it so, like... Confidently. Thanks. What is it? So when if I say say mums, yeah, it means swear in your mum's life. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> you like it. I, and I got that one very quickly. Yeah. Say mums. So I'm mum's life. Yeah. But the, what makes me laugh the most about mums yeah. is it's never dads. Never. Do it at home. I go fucking mad. Don't be swearing on my life. Swear on someone else's. I hate it when they do that. Well, now we just, if they'll say something, I'll just go mums. And they go mums, mums, mums. So we use it a lot But when, when you hear them do it to each other, go on. Is that true? Swear on mum's life. And if I overhear it, I'm not. But they don't say you. swear on mum's life. I'm sorry they you've got this wrong. Mums. Yeah, I know. I, they I just know go mums. I understand. But I'm saying I don't like them swearing on my I, life. I understand. Yeah. But we're talking about the slang of it. Love it. Love it. You love it? So you, they don't have to say swear on mum's life. Okay. Daisy would just say, Lily Rose will come home and say, oh my God, we won a netball match 20 to 5, which she didn't. And Daisy will go, oh, mums. Love it. I'm really into that. Yeah, I might good, even use it? it myself. Yeah. <laughs> right, go on. The tidying guru says that life has significantly changed since the arrival of her son in 2021. My home is messy, but the way I'm spending my time is the right way for me at this stage in my life, she told the Washington Post. Up until now, I was a professional tidier, so I did my best to keep my home tidy at all times. Now I've given up in a good way for me. Now I realise what's important to me is enjoying spending time with my children at home. Kondo's mm. latest book, Marie Kondo Karashi at Home, How to Organise Your Space and Achieve Your Ideal Life, centres on the Japanese concept of Karashi, 
meaning way of life. Since becoming a mother to three children, she said her way of life has changed and her focus has shifted from organisation to drawing on simple ways to bring happiness to everyday things. In the book, she writes, tidying up means dealing with all the things in your life. For Kondo, this means evaluating how you order it and creating your own rhythm based on what fills you with joy. Her tidying up method was outlined in her 2011 book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. She also had two Netflix series where she helped people Marie Kondo their lives by decluttering their homes. Kondo, who lives in California with her family, said she no longer puts pressure on herself to always keep her house in order. She and her husband now plan their days so they could spend as much time with their children and still get important tasks done. I told my husband this. I read the article and I said to him, Kondo zero, Mishcon one. I have three kids and I'm still tidying up and I am loving it. And he said, yes, but Marie Kondo has made so much money now with her books and her Netflix series that I'm sure she doesn't need to tidy up anymore because she's probably got a whole house full of stuff to do that. So really, Kondo won Mishcon nil. I was like, got it. What he could have said to me is like, charge it. That is so unfair. I hate you. Come on. What does charge it mean? What does charge it mean? Say something like, (laughs) say something to me like something bad that's happened to you. Not serious, but like something really annoying and bad that's happened to you. Uh, My kids missed the school bus this morning. Charge it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have to say it with that look? Yeah. It means suck it up. Oh, toxic positivity. Yes. At its best. Hash slash Worse. <laughs> I don't know what it even is anymore. So, so that's toxic positivity. That is charge it. It's even worse. It's just completely dismissive. Well, that's what toxic positivity is. Yeah. I don't know if you know, but we did a whole <laughs> well, week yeah, on we it. We did a whole week on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like that one? <laughs> I haven't. Why is that not coming into my home? Maybe because you have girls and I have boys. Why is mums not coming into my home? Well, it has. Swear on your mum's life, but they don't say that. Yeah, but I used to say that. That's not new. No, but mum's is new. Yeah, mum's has not come into my house. No, oh, no. Oh, interesting. Charge it has. Charge, charge it's not coming. I'm gonna. You use... just hit me with the snooker cue. Charge it. Right. Okay. <laughs> that. Amazing. I am so using that tonight. You're, you're welcome to it. Enjoy it. I wonder if they get it. They'll get it. Okay, back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> think that she's saying she's given up tidying because she's got a new book about life rather than the fact she actually has given up tidying because I don't believe she's got a junk drawer in her kitchen who cares I could not give a flying fuck whether Marie Kondo has a junk drawer in her kitchen I I literally there is not an ounce of me that gives a shit not an ounce wow (laughs) wow I'm like a condo you know disciple. Why? I, so I'm I'm I've condoed my whole house, my life, my everything, and now my guru has quit. You know what? I just CBA. That is so unfair, I hate you. I know that one. C B A. Can't be asked. That's how I feel about it. Okay. Right, fine. Be like that. <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna have beef? That is so no beef. No beef? No beef. You swear. Swear there's no beef. Mums. Because see- <laughs> I CBA and you seem a bit beefy. <laughs> I'm not a beefy beanie, okay? Charge it. 
Oh my God, our children are going to literally disown us. <sighs> oh, it's just so brilliant. Okay, great. Do you want some recommendations of the week? Yeah. I'll give you some. Okay, great. Recommendation of the week. Firstly, a book. It is Valentine's Day, so I'm going to bring oh, to you... Jay Shetty. Jay Shetty. We're still trying to get him on the show. Come on, Come Jay on, Shetty. publisher. Come on, publisher. We're even promoting his book, yeah. Eight Rules of Love. Yeah. Maybe we'll send her this video. Jay Shetty, we'd just like five minutes of your time. We'd like all your wisdom about love, what you have to say about it, how to keep love, how to yeah. prioritise yeah. love. Yeah, I listened to you on oh. Diary of a CEO this very morning, and I really loved it. Our listeners... Would love your wisdom. So come, come, come to the self Come to club, us, Jay come Shetty. to us. And also we're promoting your book now. Well, as my son used to say when he was a little toddler standing at the edge of the pool, come to woods, come to woods when he wanted us to cute. come near us. So Jay Shetty, come to woods. <laughs> think love you, it. Think you I will. love it. No. no, he's busy, I know. Okay, podcast. Oh, I need a good podcast. You're going to love it. Okay. Shrink the Box, okay. it's called. Ever wondered why Tony Soprano's therapist stuck with him or why Fleabag was obsessed with sex or why Walter White is always in underpants? Shrink the Box is where actor-comedian Ben Bailey-Smith and psychotherapist Sasha Bates put their favourite fictional characters like Shiv from Succession and Ross from Friends on the couch to analyse why their behaviour causes them so much drama. I love it! Sasha and Ben explore why these characters make certain decisions, what would happen if they made different ones and what they can learn from their mistakes. It's the perfect combination of psychology, self-help and the best TV since the birth of the box set. Sounds great. I'm well up for that. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. So uh, I've been watching a few things. Yes. Outside of Real Housewives. Oh, yeah. Let's not all die of shock. Yeah. New season of Fowder. Yeah. I'm about to do that. Three episodes in. It's supposed to be really amazing. It's just great. It's so nice to see mm. Duran. I do wonder how he can smoke 40 Marlboro Reds a day and still be able to run after the 20-year-old terrorist. I do wonder. Sad, it? So he yeah, but can. He, well, he's still going to be tarring up his lungs in it. Yeah. In it. Yeah. It's peak. That is so unfair. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Want to tell everyone what we're doing next week when oh. we stop talking like teenagers? Well, are we? Oh, we've got quite a serious show next yeah. week. Back to the serious stuff. Yeah. We're going to talk about comparison. The comparison trap. How to stop the comparison trap. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening <laughs> into our ridiculous show. Please keep in touch. Keep your messages coming in. You can email us <clears throat> at hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk. You can find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod or TikTok or YouTube or on our website or you can DM us, or don't, whatever. <laughs> Mum's <laughs> charge it. Beef. Beef. Bye. <laughs>